Welcome to the Navigating Your Career podcast. This is the place for you to figure out your next career move, learn how to speak up and show up as the real you, and discover the path that brings out the best in you. If you want to stop feeling stuck, start feeling better, and take ownership of your career and your life, this is the place for you. I'm your host, Melissa Lawrence. Let's get started. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We just had Easter here. And so if you celebrate happy belated Easter, the weather was beautiful. We made um, a scavenger hunt or an Easter egg hunt in the backyard uh, for the kids. And they're 11 and 14. So I'm not sure how much longer they are going to work for the candy. But so far it's working out for us. Um, we did start adding some dollars into the the plastic eggs just to entice them to keep going. So they are predominantly candy, but there are some dollars in there um, and that is definitely keeping them going. So I will take it as long as I can get. So last week we talked about achieving the impossible and this week we're going to talk about failure. And to me, they are connected. Often to achieve the impossible, you have to fail every now and then. Big things involve risk. You really see what you're capable of when you do things that are outside of your comfort zone. So what is failure? So to me, failure is anything that didn't go as planned or the way that you wanted it to. So some examples could be applying for a job and not getting it messing up a presentation, planning an event and no one shows up, or maybe less show up as you had planned or expected, failing your direct report and not handling a situation well, making a plan for your team or department and it doesn't work, missing a deadline, making a plan to exercise and not following through, really anything that didn't go as planned or the way that you wanted. So all of these things are failures, and I see them as progress towards my goal. So this might be something that is difficult for you to accept when these things happen, and you might beat yourself up about it, that it didn't go as well as you wanted it to. You might have higher expectations for yourself, and so you might think, oh my gosh, I failed, and I just want to shift that perspective a little bit for you, that this is all progress towards your goals. These little failures are the things that build up to you being successful, and so that is what we're going to talk about in this episode. So how can you think about your failures as opportunities, as lessons, as meant to be, and as necessary for what you want? If you follow me on social media, which side note, if you don't, we should definitely connect. LinkedIn is my favorite place to connect. So if you're there and if you're listening to this podcast and you're not there, you definitely should be. 
that is where you can really leverage your network and it can help you with job opportunities. It can help you with development opportunities. So we definitely should be connected there. So send me a connection. It is under my name if you want to connect there. So anyway, if we are connected, you may know that I recently hosted a webinar, Three Ways to Get Unstuck and Advance Your Career. And I promoted it a couple of weeks ahead of time on LinkedIn and some of my other channels. And I also also hosted it on a Saturday afternoon, and I had great engagement and participation. The content is really good, so much so that I may actually turn it into a podcast episode. So what does that have to do with this, and how did I fail? So here's what happened. I created a slide deck for the class filled with GIFs or GIFs, if you want to debate how you pronounce them, that supported my teaching. I delivered the class through Zoom webinar service. So I'm getting started, you know, I'm prepped, I'm ready to go, and I share my screen. And I have two screens just so you can visualize my setup. I have two screens, I have a webcam, I have a ring light for good lighting, I have a cordless mic, I have all of the things. Further, for the first time, I also decided I was gonna live stream this to my Facebook group, Navigating Your Career. So I'm pumped up, I'm ready to teach this content, I share my screen, and when you present in PowerPoint, if you haven't done this with two screens before, one monitor goes to presenter view with the notes and one does not. And then in the Zoom webinar service, my face becomes a tile in the corner. So you can see me presenting as you see the slides. And then I can also see any speaker notes that I have. So I get started. The class was so good. Like I nailed the delivery. I was really happy with it. And I knew it was going to really help everyone in the class figure out how to stop feeling stuck in their career and really make some progress. I finished the class and I check Facebook to make sure everything's streamed properly. And what do I see? The screen shows me in the corner, but the speaker notes are there. So the whole time I was presenting, from what I could tell on the Facebook stream, everyone in the webinar could also see my speaker notes. So of course my default thinking kicked in and I thought, oh my gosh, what happened? Is it just the stream? Was it like this the whole time? I checked the recording and yep, sure enough, the entire time I had the speaker view with my notes showing. Now, I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little embarrassed. I mean, I'm in a lot of ways a professional facilitator. I've delivered whole conferences, multi-day conferences, seminars, classes, workshops, you name it. I've delivered virtually and in person. This has never happened to me. I am the queen of over-prepare and over-deliver. Yet, here I was, and my brain was telling me that I screwed up, that I should re-record the whole thing, that I need to send the replay out and I didn't wanna send the replay out when it was showing my notes and it wasn't perfect. But just like I told you before, your brain is always going to offer you these thoughts. It is trying to protect me, keep me safe. It wants me to feel better. It doesn't, it wants to prevent me from feeling any sort of negative feeling. The difference is between me and someone who isn't trained in this or isn't aware of this is that I'm able to recognize this and coach myself. So I could have this, I could have these thoughts telling me 
how badly I screwed up and how I should redo the whole thing, but I'm able to shift my perspective and this is what I teach my clients to do too. So instead of kind of going into this despair of this mistake that I made, I thought, how is this perfect? How is this mistake a great thing? So first, this is what I came up with. Working over a decade in adult learning, I know that some people learn well from reading. So when my slides were primarily visual without words, again, I had a strong GIF game. (laughs) Having an outline there may have helped the audience get my messaging even better. I didn't read from my notes, so my delivery was still very conversational and natural. And this also shows that mistakes happen. So even to experts, to sold out coaches, to the best, to every single person, these things are going to happen regardless of who you are. So what did I do? I decided not to re-record. I kept it. And instead, I emailed it out to those who had registered for the webinar. I posted it in the Facebook group. I also shared it with some of my coaching colleagues. I used it as a lesson, just like we are using it right now, that mistakes will happen. And I called it out as an oops and used it as an opportunity to tell them and now tell you that big or small, when you are doing new things, big things, when you're growing, you're going to make mistakes. You might even make mistakes just because you didn't get enough sleep and are having a bad day. You're human and failure will happen. If you think of success as a house, the house is built with failure bricks. You build the success you want. You achieve the big things. You get happier with little bricks of failure. Now, instead of resisting it, shaming yourself, telling yourself every negative thing thinking you should be better, some perfect human who never makes mistakes, give yourself some grace. Know that this is perfect. If you didn't get the job, you weren't meant for the job. They either didn't see your talent or you didn't do a good job showcasing it. Either way, it wasn't a good fit and it's preparing you for something else. Either another job or an opportunity where you are. Maybe you're going to grow in a way that is going to open up a whole new opportunity that you can't see yet. If you failed with someone, said the wrong thing, mishandled the situation, it's a lesson you put yourself out there, you tried, now you won't make that mistake again and you will learn from it and you are better for it. Just like my Zoom technology failure, you can bet I will not make that mistake again. It was a stepping stone. Failure isn't something to be afraid of or to avoid. It's something that you should seek and embrace. Ask yourself how each failure is perfect. I guarantee the successful people you admire failed along the way too. The more comfortable that you get with it, the more risk and failure you will make. The more you fail, the more you will learn to process and embrace those negative feelings you avoid and the more success you will experience because more failure equals more happiness. You just have to look at it a little bit differently. So think about a failure that you had and ask yourself, how is it perfect? Then ask yourself, how can you fail today? What can you do to make yourself more visible to get more experience, to learn to trust yourself to handle anything. 
look and seek for ways to take risks and to fail. I would love to see what you try. So if you want to take me up on this challenge and seek failure, try new things, let go of that expectation that it's going to be perfect and instead do it for the experience, do it for the opportunity and expect to fail because that's going to take all of the fear and all of the shame away. I would love to see what you come up with. You can post a picture online on social media and you can tag me in it. I would love to see it. You can write about it and share it with me. You can send me a message. So let's normalize failing being okay and stop normalizing the need to be perfect. We are all human after all. All right. So if you want to work on this deeper, if you want me by your side to guide you through feeling with grace to help you overcome any challenge and advance in your career, I invite you to apply for the Career Passion Project. It's a six-month small group coaching program, and we are enrolling right now. But the applications close this Friday. So when you hear this episode, you only have a couple of days to jump in on this. They close April 9th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern, and we get to work in May. So this is where we are going to discover your ideal career now and for the future. I work with my clients anywhere from they just finished college and they want to make sure they get into the right type of role to they have a multi-decade career and they're looking for what they want to do post-retirement. So any Any place that you are fits within this space, but we're going to look at what is your ideal career. We're going to look at what are the blocks that you have in the way that you're thinking. How are you thinking about failure? How are you thinking about yourself and what you're capable of? What are you thinking about other people that's preventing you from having the best relationships and to leverage them the way that you need to? So we're going to look at all of that. And then we're also going to look at how you advocate for yourself, how to communicate effectively. So it is going to be a great program. So if you want to learn more, just go to www.careerpassionproject.com. I will put a link in the show notes so that you can access that quickly and jump on in. All right. Have an amazing week. I will talk to you soon.